Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. I'm very excited about the last half of 2020 that's coming up. We've got some great projects in store that we're working on and that we'll be releasing uh, later on in the summer and the fall. One of those things is the volume two of the Healing Academy. Volume one, we released it in February, and I've been very excited to see uh, the results of that and, and people that are jumping on board with that. If you're not aware, volume one of the Healing Academy, it's nine video sessions uh, that we film. Uh, it's 4K video. It's very, very sharp. There's also three books that come along with that. And you can access those on our website. There's a physical physical format and a digital format. Uh, the physical comes with a really cool box. You get a free pen. Uh, you get the paperback books and some other goodies along with a 64-gig uh, flash drive that has all the videos. If you would rather have the digital version, you can go online to chadgonzalez.com. And you can access that immediately. I believe the digital version, it's only $35. And that allows you to get into the back end of the site. And you can download those to any device or as many devices as you would like. So that you can watch those whenever you want to. So volume one is there. Uh, We're actually in the process of getting ready to do volume two. I've been working on our notes and working on the different sessions. And we hope to be filming that later on in the summer and release that in the fall. Uh, We're also working on our Books Around the World project, in which we are taking our three main books, Naturally Supernatural, Possessors of Life, and Think Like Jesus, and getting those translated into the different countries that we have been uh, visiting and holding healing conferences. Uh, Right now, Naturally Supernatural has been translated into Korean and into uh, Polish, as well as Think Like Jesus, uh, Possessors of Life right now is being worked on to be translated in Spanish. And so in the fall, we hope to have that um, have that completed and we'll be looking to do some other languages within Europe because uh, we're going to be putting a really big focus there uh, next year. So very excited about those things that are taking place. And I just want to say thank you to all those who have either contributed to the Books Around the World project or those of you that are going through the Healing Academy. It's so exciting to see uh, those who are joining up and hooking up and joining us on this journey just to go further, uh, not only in the area of the supernatural and, and getting results like Jesus, but also just increasing our fellowship and awareness of God so that, again, we can manifest God to our world. Hey, today I want to talk to you about a subject that has really been, uh, it's just been a focus over this last month. Many things have been taking place, uh, some good and some bad, uh, but there, there's a thing about when you're stepping out in faith to go after the things that God has promised us. Uh, sometimes it may be something that you you see it's a need and you're intentionally going after that, or maybe it's something that arises. It's something that someone has come to you and needs you to agree with you about, or it's something that came up in your life, just kind of like a sudden storm that you weren't expecting, and all of a sudden you needed to step out and stand on the promises of God. 
There's been many times that uh, many of us, that we've stepped out in faith on a particular situation. We stepped out on the promises of God. And yet, unfortunately, uh, due to circumstances, due to situations changing, well, we just gave up because we thought that our faith wasn't working. And I've had these questions uh, come to me many times by people. I've questioned myself many times over the years and which it seemed like a situation I was making progress, and then all of a sudden, something happened, and it looked like my faith wasn't working anymore. It looked like I had failed. And there's a particular story in the Bible. Uh, This is a real story, a true story, something that really happened with Jesus and the disciples that's so blatantly clear, and it should be so encouraging and inspiring to us because... The thing is, if Jesus dealt with these things, you and I are going to deal with these things as well. And so I was talking to some people a few weeks ago about how to deal with failed expectations in which you you start out in faith, you start out with an expectation, but something happens to make you think that you failed. And in many cases, you really didn't. It's just Satan was trying to move you out of the situation uh, or move you out of your position because of the situation. So let's start out here in Mark chapter 9 and in verse 14. Mark chapter 9 and verse 14, it says, When Jesus had come to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him and greeted him. And he asked the scribes, What are you discussing with the crowd? And one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. And so I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. They could not. Now, let's just stop right there. If you go back and read in Matthew chapter 10, and you read uh, in in John, we see that, that Jesus had given the disciples authority over all sickness and all disease, And he had given them authority over all demons. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1, it says, When Jesus called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. So we know that Jesus had already given them authority. So the the equipment that Jesus had given them, it was not at fault. It was not a lack of equipment as to why the disciples uh, didn't cast out this spirit. Because notice that the man said, uh, I brought him to your disciples and they couldn't cast him out. Now we know from from prior uh, situations that the disciples, they had been doing this and getting results. And obviously uh, they did endeavor to cast this devil out. And to do that, they should have been stepping out in faith because, you know, why, why else would you do that if you didn't believe that it was going to happen? And again, they knew that Jesus had given them authority and they had been getting results. And so here's another situation. They step out and they cast this thing out, but it seems like nothing happened. Nothing worked. And Jesus in verse 9, he, he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And remember, Jesus is not just talking to the Father. He's talking to the disciples, everyone around. So you see, the disciples, they stepped out in faith. They stepped out with an expectation that this spirit was going to come out. And yet something happened to make them think that it didn't work. 
And we've all been in situations like that where we know the promises of God, we know our authority, we see the situation, we step out in faith, and yet many times something happens. And see, what's going on is that Satan, he cannot move you out of a position of faith into a position of unbelief. He can't move you, he can't change you, he can't do anything to you. But what he can do is try to make you think that what you're doing isn't working so that you will in turn move from faith into unbelief and then give up. Look at verse 20 in Mark chapter 9, verse 20. It says, Then they brought him, the boy, to Jesus. And when when he, when the Spirit saw Jesus, immediately the Spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed and foamed at the mouth. And so Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often the Spirit has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So now it's getting very interesting because we see that the father, he had stepped out in faith and brought the child to the disciples. Well, why would he do that? Well, obviously, uh, he understood the disciples had authority, had the same authority as Jesus because they had been getting results too. So you see the father, he starts out in faith, and you see the disciples, they start out in faith, but at some point, they believe that it didn't work. And I want you to see what happens here, because in verse 22, we see that not only have the disciples moved from faith to unbelief, now the father has moved from faith to unbelief. Notice what the father says. He says, if you can, if you can do anything... Have compassion on us. See, the, fa- the Father is now questioning things. It's like, Jesus, if you, can, if you can do anything about this, I mean, please do it. I mean, I brought him to your disciples. They can do nothing. So, you know, if something can be done, would you please do it? And notice that Jesus does not let him uh, get off like that. Jesus flips it around and says, no, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. See, Satan, there's something that we're going to see here that moved the Father and moved the disciples from faith and belief. Jesus recognizes this. Jesus understands that faith, faith is needed to access the promises of God. He understands how important faith is. And so Jesus is in the business of moving people back from unbelief into faith. See, Satan is all about the business of trying to get you from faith into unbelief. Jesus is trying to get you from unbelief into faith. And Jesus flips the script. He flips it back around on the Father and says, No, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Verse 24, Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit. And he said to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Verse 26 is where it gets super interesting here. And it gives us a lot of clarity into what was going on prior when the father brought the the son to the disciples. In verse 26, it says, then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him. And he became as one dead so that many said, He is dead. Notice what this demonic spirit did with Jesus. Jesus commands the spirit to come out 
And it says that the spirit convulsed him and threw him on the ground. He convulsed him greatly, threw him on the ground, and then he came out. But let me ask you the question. I mean, unless there's a discerning of spirits going on and you're seeing into the supernatural realm, would you see the spirit come out of the boy? No, you wouldn't see it. But what you would see is this boy being convulsed. I mean, Jesus commands the spirit come out. The spirit throws the boy on the ground. He's convulsing. He's shaking. He's having a seizure. And most people would look at that and say, well, I guess it didn't work. Well, think about it. If the demonic spirit did this to Jesus, the demonic spirit must have done this with the disciples too. And yet the difference was the disciples looked at that and said, oh, I guess it didn't work. And the father looked at it and said, well, I guess it didn't work. I guess the spirit didn't leave. But I'm telling you right now, I believe, I firmly believe that when the disciples cast that spirit out, that that spirit threw him on the ground and convulsed him and convulsed him and made him go into a seizure again. And yet he understood and recognized the authority and he would have had to go. And you know what? He might have gone. But as soon as the disciples and as soon as the father said, well, it didn't work. Well, he's right back. And, and that demonic spirit has authority. Once again, the door has been wide open. And so he's right back there. But here you have Jesus. He commands the spirit to go. And the spirit throws him down, throws the little boy down, convulses him. He goes into a seizure and it looks like he's dead so much that, I mean, everybody thinks the boy is dead. In verse 26, it says, he became as one dead so that many said, hey, he's dead. You have a lot of people sitting around looking at Jesus and thinking, well, it didn't work with the disciples and it didn't work with Jesus too. But notice Jesus's response. In verse 27, Jesus doesn't look down and go, well, I guess it didn't work. Jesus doesn't look down and say, well, let's begin to fast and pray. Jesus doesn't look down and say, well, let's start a Facebook chain and get as many people as we can to start praying. No, Jesus looks down and he grabs the boy by the hand and he lifts him up. And it says the boy arose. The boy arose. And so this is very, very interesting because this is so, so applicable to so many situations in our life in which a situation arises that requires us to step out in faith and go after the impossible. And we step out in faith, we're fired up, we know the word of God, we know the promises of God concerning the situation, we understand our authority, and we step out in faith, and then all of a sudden as we act in faith, it seems that the circumstances change. It seems that the circumstances maybe seem to get a little worse. And then all of a sudden it begins to make us question, is my faith really working? It begins to make us question, did, did my faith fail? Because it's not looking like I got the expectation that I was, I was going after. And friend, I just want to encourage you today, don't you ever look at the situation to judge whether your faith is working or not. Because here you had a situation in Mark chapter 9. We know that Jesus had given the disciples authority, had given them power over unclean spirits and over sickness and disease. He had given them the supernatural ability that they needed. So it wasn't an equipment failure. It wasn't that at all. It was an awareness failure that they looked at the situation and judged 
their faith off the situation. They judged the faithfulness of God based on the circumstances. And it moved them from a position of faith into a position of unbelief. And as soon as they got into that position of unbelief, then they failed. And they did not get the result that they were going after. You see, what I found is that Satan doesn't really care too much about us who step out in faith initially. What he cares about is those who are actually serious about it and start getting close to getting a result. And so what he does as he steps out, you know, because he is the God of this world. He, he's working in this world. And so he tries to change the situation, tries to change the circumstances to make it look like. Notice, I didn't say that it's, that it's, uh, that he totally changes it, but he tries to make it look like things have changed for the worse, that the circumstances have changed because he's trying to get you to move you from a position of faith into a position of unbelief. Remember, he has no authority over us. He cannot move you. He cannot influence your beliefs, change your beliefs. He cannot do anything to you. But what he can do is try to deceive you and make you think that your faith isn't working. But what you need to do is you base your faith not on the circumstances. You base your faith on the promises of God and the equipment that Jesus has given you, that he has given you his faith. He has given you his authority. He has given you his power. And those things totally and absolutely supersede anything that Satan has and supersedes anything that you can see, hear, feel, taste, and touch in this world. Notice what Jesus said. He said, if you can believe it, all things are possible. Notice he does not say anything about the situation. He does not say anything about the circumstances. He does not say anything about what you can see. He said, if you can believe it, all things are possible for him who believes. And so again, I just want to tell you today, if you are going after something, if you're standing on the promises of God, and you're going after the impossible, you're believing for some impossible things in this world, and it seems like a storm has come up all of a sudden, and there's a booming and a shaking and a roaring all around you, and it seems like the circumstances are getting worse, let me tell you, friend, you hold your position. Don't you be moved. Don't you be moved by, by one thing. Don't you move one inch. You hold fast in your position of faith. And know that your faith and know that your authority in the name of Jesus far supersedes anything that's going on all around you. Because I guarantee you, if you stepped out in faith and you are using what Jesus has given you, friend, you may not be able to see it in the realm of the spirit, but it is working. It is working. The disciples didn't see what was going on in the realm of the Spirit. And we're not aware that in Mark chapter 9, Jesus saw anything in the Spirit in here. But it says that when that devil threw that boy down and convulsed him, he left. And when everyone wanted to, to take the position that the devil didn't leave, Jesus understood his authority and his position over Satan. And he immediately reached down and grabbed that boy and lifted it up because he knew that when he spoke and when he stood in faith... He would always get the result that he intended and he was going after despite what he saw and heard. Well, friend, I, I trust that that inspired you and encouraged you. Don't you ever give up. 
Don't you ever give in. If you'll hold fast to the Word of God and, and, and hold fast to God's faithfulness to His promises that He is good and He is faithful, friend, I tell you, we will win every single time. Every single time. Well, God bless you, friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Supernatural Life Podcast. Please share this with your friends on social media. Hey, send them a text. Tell them, hey, you need to listen to the Supernatural Life Podcast for this month. Share it with your friends through email, social media, text. And also, again, if you have not partaken in the Healing Academy, jump on there, chadgonzalez.com. Go on there, uh, become a a partner uh, with us and become a partner in the Healing Academy watch those videos, and then go out and get some people healed. We want to manifest God. Praise God. Hey, have a wonderful month. This is going to be a great 2020. We're expecting great and mighty things. If we can ever uh, help you, pray for you, uh, be an encouragement to you, send us an email, send us a message on Facebook or on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, however you like to communicate there. We would love to hook up with you in faith. And I promise you, Lacey and I, we will be your too. Amen. Hey, have a great day, a great month. Remember that in Christ, we always win. We'll talk to you next time.